In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The peace, love, and joy of God our Father, His Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit be with us all. Brothers and sisters, welcome back to Pointing to the Saviour of the World on this 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. We gather today to listen to God's Word and reflect upon it, to humbly pray for our needs and those of others. Today, we pray especially for our brothers and sisters who are sick. We also remember our brothers and sisters who have gone before us, marked with a sign of faith, especially Alan Blackburn, who died recently. We pray for the repose of their souls. I am Patrick Tefer, your brother in Christ. Brothers and sisters, a word that is relevant and runs through our readings this Sunday is the verb to humble brag. Humble bragging is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as the act of making an ostensibly modest or self-deprecating statement with the actual intention of drawing attention to something of which one is very proud. Basically, letting others know, not so subtly, just how wonderful you really are, how fantastic your life is, especially compared to others, but masking your claim to fame as humility. It's bragging while trying to pretend you are not bragging. Church leaders are often confronted by those who assert that they don't go to church because it is full of hypocrites. There is the temptation to reply that there is always room for one more hypocrite. But a better approach may be to refer them to today's gospel reading where we see some humble bragging occurring and which addresses hypocrisy in its various forms in a more subtle way. The gospel tells us we should be like the tax collector. The tax collector is no humble bragger. Jesus does not say that the tax collector is a virtuous man. Jesus does not say that the tax collector is not a hypocrite in his own way. What is good about the tax collector, according to Jesus, is that he admits his faults and his hypocrisy. He is humble and asks God for mercy. This is what Jesus asks of us all. Brothers and sisters, let us pray for the grace not to concern ourselves with what others do, but rather be humble, acknowledge our faults, failings, sinfulness, and ask for God's pardon and mercy. Amen.
A reading from the book of Ecclesiasticus. The Lord is a judge who is no respecter of parsonages. He shows no respect of parsonages to the detriment of a poor man. He listens to the plea of the injured party. He does not ignore the orphan's supplication, nor the widow's as she pours out her story. The man who with his whole heart serves God will be accepted. His petitions will carry to the clouds. The humble man's prayer pierces the clouds. Until it arrives, he is inconsolable. And the Lord will not be slow, nor will he be dilatory on their behalf. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. reading from the second letter of Saint Paul to Timothy. My life is already being poured away as a libation and the time has come for me to be gone. I have fought the good fight to the end. I have run the race to the finish. I have kept the faith. All there is to come now is the crown of righteousness reserved for me, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not only to me, but to all those who have longed for his appearing. The first time I had to present my defence, there was not a single witness to support me. Every one of them deserted me. May they not be held accountable for it. But the Lord stood by me and gave me power, so that through me the whole message might be proclaimed for all the pagans to hear. And so I was rescued from the lion's mouth. The Lord will rescue me from all evil attempts on me, and bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory for ever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for revealing the mysteries of the kingdom to mere children. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus spoke the following parable to some people who prided themselves on being virtuous and despised everyone else. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood there and said this prayer to himself, 
I thank you, God, that I'm not grasping, unjust, adulterous, like the rest of mankind, and particularly that I am not like this tax collector here. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes on all I get. The tax collector stood some distance away, not daring even to raise his eyes to heaven. But he beat his breast and said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This man, I tell you, went home again at rights with God. The other did not. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the man who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Brothers and sisters, last Sunday, Jesus gave us a parable about praying without getting discouraged. This Sunday, he gives another parable, keeping the same theme of prayer, but about those who consider themselves more righteous than others. Those who lack the virtue of humility, necessary when we come before the Lord to worship him. The story in the gospel passage for today proves the point in the first reading that the prayer of the lowly pierces the clouds. The prayer of the poor pierces the clouds. But the lesson is not just about the efficacy of prayer. It's about God's love for the smallest, the outcast, the poor, which means more than the materially poor, the materially deprived, but more fundamentally about those who have no help but God. The Lord hears the cry of the poor, of those who cry to him because they don't have access to any of the power structures of this world, which should protect them and don't. God hears the poor because it belongs to his very nature to do so. He is, as the first reading proclaims, a God of justice. Justice is a powerful theme in scripture and refers to the intervention of God to rescue the helpless. The fundamental act of justice, of intervention in the Old Testament is the exodus foreshadowing the supreme act of justice in Jesus Christ who rescues us from the kingdom of death and hell by his own death and resurrection. St. James tells us that God opposes the proud but shows favour to the humble. In fact, this is what happened in the parable told by our Lord in today's gospel where God seems a little perverse. He wants us to be good, 
but he rejects the good man and justifies the sinner. The taxman, the cheat, the thief, the sinner goes home justified in God's eyes, forgiven, while the apparently virtuous man goes home with little more than his biased self-approval. Poor Pharisees, they don't get the rub of the green, do they? They don't get a good press, do they? They often don't fare very well in the pages of the gospel. But it seems this Pharisee did many good things. He fasted, he prayed, and he gave 10% of his whole income to the temple. A generous man, he was not greedy. A truthful man, he was not dishonest. A faithful to his wife, he was not an adulterer. But his only problem, he humble bragged. He was a humble bragger. He counted himself more virtuous than most. And that, of course, was his undoing. God does not like a humble bragger. Just like he does not disregard the good works of the Pharisee in the same way, certainly Jesus does not approve the sinful acts of the tax collector. It's his humble prayer that renders the tax collector just. He recognises what he is before God, a sinner before his creator. He has no merit to parade, but only to implore the mercy of God. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This parable that builds on the theme of the previous Sunday makes us appreciate that persevering in prayer alone is not enough. We ought to examine also our attitude when we pray. What place does God occupy in prayer? What place does God occupy in our lives? Does my prayer help me to build relationships with others that are fraternal and respectful? Turning to God in humble prayer, like the tax collector, is not about humiliating oneself. Humility is rather about taking one's rightful place to acknowledge who we are before God, to depend on him and it's only with his grace that we can do anything worthy of praise. The tax collector, the sinner though he is, he is however just simply He is, however, just simply because he accords God a rightful place in his life. We shouldn't be ashamed to present ourselves before God as we are. As Ben Sirach shows us in the first reading, God is not partial. He is attentive to those who approach him in humble prayer, no matter what their lifestyle is, especially widows, orphans, and the poor. They are dear to him. No tear 
that trickles on their cheek leaves him indifferent. Where do I place myself? A Pharisee or the tax collector? The Pharisee? He went home self-satisfied, patting himself on the back and alone. The tax collector? He went home with God in his heart. God who filled him with peace when he bared his soul, came to terms with his sins and asked for forgiveness. Possibly, I want to identify myself with the tax collector. Yet, it's not a question of either a Pharisee or the tax collector. In both, there is something to learn, but also something to discard. Today, it's us, you and I, who have come to the temple to pray, who will be going to the temple to pray. And like the Pharisee and the tax collector, we stand before God and one another. May God keep us from pointing to the failings of others to justify ourselves and our own behaviour. Instead, my brothers and sisters, may we all bow and bend low before Jesus who humbled himself and bowed his head on the cross for us and who now invites us to share the gift of his love and mercy. For the many times that we've humble bragged, for the many times that we've pointed at the failings of others to justify ourselves and our behaviour, we ask for God's mercy and pardon and ask for his grace to be humble. Amen. The prayer of the humble pierces the clouds. With confidence that God is with us, we humbly bring him our needs. We pray that the church may preach and live the life of humility, constant repentance and joyful fidelity. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We pray for all who have never heard the gospel, that thanks to the work of preachers and the witness of each of us, all people may hear and believe the good news. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray that God, who hears the cry of the oppressed, may inspire those in the media to be a stronger voice for the weak, the marginalised and the unborn. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for all whose lives and homes have been affected by bad weather, that they may find strength from the Lord and the assistance of others. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for the sick and the lonely, 
that they may experience God's healing and comfort. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all those who have died recently, especially Alan Blackburn, and all those whose anniversaries occur around this time. May eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May the souls and all the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For our intentions and the intentions of those who have asked us to pray for them and those intentions of those who have no one to pray for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask Mary, our mother and mother of our Saviour, to pray for us as we say. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, you always hear the prayers of the lowly and the poor. Aware of our sins, we still trust you. Grant all we need and keep us faithful. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Thank you, my brothers and sisters, for joining me today to listen to the word of God and to praise and worship the Holy Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. We pray for the grace this 30th Sunday in ordinary time to be humble in prayer and in life. I wish you a joyous celebration of the, 20, of the 30th Sunday in ordinary time. We finish as we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.